0: Support is nominal. The oxygen danger indicator level is yellow.
1: Please remember that this is a non-smoking ship.
2: Hey everybody, welcome to GameIndustry.com's The Gym Lounge. I'm John Breeden, your chief lounge lizard, and your host for this episode of the show. I am going to resist putting on my cape and saying I'm Batman uh, uh, this week because that's what the show about. And I do a really, really bad impression. But anyway, some people who uh probably do a better impression than me and who have played um the Batman games, uh specifically um uh, uh Arkham City and Arkham Asylum are um we have with us in the lounge today. We have Shella. Shella who did the review of uh Arkham City, the new one. Shella, welcome to the lounge today.
1: Thank you. Or should I say thank you? <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah actually your impressions is as bad as mine but yes it's yeah. pretty good okay we also have Todd
1: uh, as christian Bale. <laughs> yeah,
2: well yeah that's true i'm bad man
1: <laughs>
2: okay uh and then we have todd uh todd uh who i know has been playing has <laughs> been playing was playing on the ps3 and the uh and the 360 uh before moving exclusively to the 360 todd let's hear
3: your imitation going hard to do because I already got a cold to begin with. You kind of sound like Batman
2: now. <laughs> yeah, I'm Batman. Maybe there's
3: a maybe there's a benefit to me having this cold once and for all. Yeah,
2: you're a little. <laughs> oh. That's true. You can speak the rest uh. of the show as Batman. Just <laughs> uh, I can't do that. So. <laughs> and then uh, and we also have uh, new, newly uh. married uh, Billy Billy White. Uh, welcome to the show today, Billy. Thank you. And uh, do you have Batman impression? No, I am not doing. Okay, <laughs> I thought I'd ask. All
0: right. If
3: anything it sounds like the George Clooney version. <laughs> yeah,
2: that's true. All right. Well, anyway, um, the movie, the Batman movies, have been kind of, um, kind of a little bit hit or miss along the way. Um, generally they've been, you know, C or better movies. But uh, the interesting thing I think about the Batman series, and of course we'll talk about Arkham City and what Arkham City did, um, to sort of step the Game up, which I think it it certainly did. But, oh, the interesting thing from my point of view is, you know, just looking at the reviews of the Batman series, And looking at comparing it to other superhero series, I mean, if you look at like, say, Spider-Man, for instance, it's like a roadmap of like hit and miss. I mean, you've got some really good games and you've got some abysmal failures in the Spider-Man series. Um, But Batman seems to always put out a pretty good game, if not a great game. And, And I'm just wondering, you know, what that what that what is it? that the developers on, on Batman are doing that the, the guys in the other superheroes aren't doing. And, um, Shella, I'll ask you this, because I think you, you brought that particular point up in, in the review of Arkham City.
1: Um, well, I think normally a superhero game is just a cash cow. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I don't know, Marvel or DC have gone, hey, let's get into video games. They look like they make money, and the developers... Obviously haven't read the comics. Maybe they saw a TV show in the 70s once and, you know, Spider-Man wears a red suit, swings between buildings. As long as we cover that, we've got that sort of down pat. And, um, yeah, it just seems a bit sort of hollow. Um, the, the thing that the Batman games, the new Batman games do is they, these people obviously, well, they've either done research through gritted teeth or they love um, the, the batman universe mm. and they've just it's just dripping in batman lore it's everywhere um, you know there's so much stuff there for the fans. It's um, yeah, it's okay, a joy to behold. Interesting. Todd, would you
2: would you say that that is the the secret of the Batman? It's sort of immersing yourself in the characters more than some of these other games do.
3: Well, not only that, uh, apparently you can also do a lot more with a character like Batman than you can with someone like Spider-Man, who's primarily just known for shooting webs out of his hands. Mm. I mean, Batman is, is when you think about him, he he has no superpowers. Mm. He's a normal human being who's been. Been traumatized from the death of his parents at, in front of his eyes, and toned, or honed his uh, body to physical perfection. It's a, he basically basically genius-level intelligence. He's well-educated. He um, he has the money from his uh, family's wealth to build whatever he um, whatever he needs. There's a lot you can expand on that. Than rather just saying like like the case with Superman, he just came from a planet with a with a red sun. In the yellow you actually gave him super strength. So
2: he's just sort of like a superhero because he's here. But with Batman, you're saying you sort of get more into the the psychological aspects of what makes up Batman's persona. And don't some of the villains, like, try to use that against him and stuff at at times? At least they do in the movies, you know, try to... Oh,
1: they do in the games, too. They try to, like, get it... That's that's kind of inferring that um, Batman's got a a deeper backstory than Spider-Man, which I don't think is true at all. If that's what you're trying to say, I, well, mean, I, not, I mean I agree that. I know Spiderman has his issues
3: too. I mean I've I've seen I've seen that like with the problems he's had with with personal life, like about with his being. I know for, I'm going going by by the movie. I don't read the comics as much. About yeah. his uh, personal guilt about the death of his uncle. I mean stuff like yeah, that. I mean, I mean yeah, and Batman gets the same stuff as well.
1: Complex, interesting character. Um, I'd say much more than Batman from my own personal taste in comic book hero terms. I think what you said was right about the fact that Batman has loads of gadgets kind of lends itself really well to video games. Well, maybe better than Spider Man. Well
2: maybe the Spider Man backstories aren't represented in the video games either. I mean, like you say, he's he's I've played a few of the Spider Man games and it's pretty much like you race the Green Goblin across the city to checkpoints,
3: and things like that, and and. From what I've seen, I haven't really noticed it that much either. And. If,
2: I mean, I don't remember. The only reason I know about his his uh, you know his uncle and stuff is from the movie, or you know, so not really too, really not in the game that much. Um, William, William, what do you think? Can you be a can you be a tiebreaker on this one? What do you What do you think is What do you think is uh, the secret for uh, the Batman series is? I know, I, I know you're really
0: into comics. because I'm a DC fanboy, so. <laughs> uh, honestly, one of the most appealing factors of Batman is purely that, the fact he's Batman. He's got a legacy build over su- such a long time, and his, his grisly outlook that he has where he's just, you know, I run in, I kick this guy down, I punch this guy, and I just did everything with perfection. I mean, as much as I hate to admit to it, Batman is like the ultimate, uh, He's, he's like Superman. He's like Superman without powers in the sense that everything he does is perfect. Mm. Mm-hmm. Batman doesn't mess up.
3: As long as, cool. as he doesn't kill. <laughs> yeah, as long it. as he oh. doesn't kill, you
2: know. Well and then that perfection that he gets, that's that doesn't come naturally. I assume that's part of the uh, the the really high end training that Todd was talking about that he goes through. Oh well yeah,
0: he goes through all that and he has like his strife and struggle and everything, but by the time you get to the point like modern day, you know, games and comics of Batman, you don't see his struggles or his strifes. He's mostly just I am the ultimate detective I can do this because I'm Batman, and my reasoning is, I'm Batman. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. That's about what it comes down to. All right, interesting. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> well, uh, so he's
2: a Sherlock Holmes, uh, slash Terminator type of guy, but, but, <laughs> but really just a, just a normal human. I like the fact that he's, a, that he's a normal human. Um, I think that, that, that's kind of a neat thing. Um, and then he can, you know, cause with the Superman games, there's not a whole lot of challenge to it really i mean it's really like trying to do something in a, in a time frame but it's not like you're worried that somebody's going to shoot you or something you know it's, oh yeah well
3: believe it or not there are some superman games where if he gets shot he does die
2: oh the krypton bullets yeah. or something ridiculous
3: kryptonite i'm guessing they're kryptonite bullets as well but the N- the old nes game if he gets shot with regular rounds he dies oh Oh yeah.
2: Okay, so it was based on the 50s Batman or the 40s Batman. Okay. I mean uh, a Superman. No, Superman. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. Cuz uh in the original Superman, he was supposed to have skin that was um strong enough to um sh- um ignore a bursting shell and it was kind of like a military type of thing. So
3: well, come to say that, I don't think many comic book readers like to acknowledge the Silver Age to begin with. Uh, well,
0: probably. Superman can, uh, you know, smell across the world and move planets with his pinky.
2: <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, back to Batman and back to video games. So um, the, the first Batman that came out was, of course, Ark- Arkham Asylum, and, at least of the modern age Batman games. And um, – I mean that was pretty much universally well received. A lot of people when they when they played that game, I mean it was it like blew them away, you know? I mean they were expecting like another sort of shallow um Spider-Man type of game and they got something that was way different. I mean, and Todd, when you when you first played Arkham Arkham City, I mean what was your what was your first impression? I mean, um Asylum, the first game. What was your what was your impression? Weren't you pretty amazed by it?
3: I was very amazed because, like you said, I I just played the demo to begin with. Like, Man, this isn't really gonna be much, but I I got engrossed in the storyline, just the intro alone. Watching how Joker took over the asylum, mm-hmm. uh, so wasn't I mean, intrigued by the shallow, but still engrossing combat. I mean, be able to pull off combos almost flawlessly. I mean, be able to try out. I me mean, just look at the environments, the uh, the narration, the voice acting, which I I know I've praised over and over again. <laughs> Because – and I realized after I was playing the series, it was actually written by one of the main writers from Batman, the animated series, which is a cartoon I loved back in the 90s. And not only that, but also had the two main voice actors from that, Kevin Conway and Mark Hamill. Mm. And it sounded – I mean I was basically back in my – in my college days, when I got done from class, set up in my bedroom, did my homework, and I had Batman: The Animated Series on again. <laughs>
2: it's interesting, and I know I know you really like Mark Hamill and his voice acting abilities. Um,
3: yeah, I mean yeah, he he did get very annoying in the first one, through that PA system, every few seconds, but it was still it was classic Joker.
2: You know, people forget that Mark Hamill is actually a bona fide voice actor star. I mean, he did the. Um, Back in, he did, he did a few LucasArts games, and um oh. what was the one with the motorcycle? Black.
3: That was another one I always mentioned because of full throttle. full throttle. Yeah, because remember he actually had a triple role in that. In
2: that yeah, game. yeah, he did a really good job in that. But game. his villain role is the best. Yeah, yeah. all right. Well, um, let's 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 move on to the the one that everybody's playing right now. And um, and Shellot. Shallet, did you real quick? Did you have um, experience with the first game, or, or did you? J- no. Okay, so you're just getting into you're just getting into the Batman franchise with the with the city. Uh-huh. Okay, so so I guess what was. What was your first impression when you started playing the the new one
1: um well my <laughs> my first impression was I didn't like the opening cutscene. I just thought it was a bit lame, a bit like Lester uh, um yeah, a bit of a ludicrous storyline but yeah anyway um and but once you get the bat suit, um that's when it really sort of kicks into gear um and you sort of suit up and start soaring across the city. I think that's where the game's at its strongest, um, is when you're let loose outside um, the buildings, because a lot of the missions are, um, I found them really repetitive. Um, You know, just going into a building, flapping around, like zooming down, killing someone, and going back up into the rafters again. And, um, yeah, I just much preferred it when I was outside, um, like, zooming about from building to building. Because the way he travels is just incredible. I was just thinking, oh, my God, if I'd had these powers in City of Heroes, it would have <laughs> been even better.
2: <laughs> wow. So that much different. Because in the City of Heroes, couldn't, couldn't you fly around and jump buildings and things like that?
1: Yeah. You do super jump and stuff like that, but it did it really felt that free and open and yeah the the grapple and glide um travel system was is just amazing, and yeah, he just runs so seamlessly um across the buildings it's just yeah, complete joy to just be out there and run around and do stuff. So I much preferred the missions that were outside where you had to hunt stuff down and things.
2: Right, and Todd, that was kind of the new thing for this, because Asylum sort of all took place inside the building for the most part, and then the city, the the new one with the city, they sort of said, okay, it's going to be an open world. And I don't think it was quite the open world that like a Grand Theft Auto game was, but but still, it sounds it sounds like they did... A decent job with adding you know an open world element right Todd
3: yeah it's pretty accurate um, as she said, there are still those areas where there, you are in an enclosed area, and i I admit I like those a bit more because I always like that feeling of stealth i mean it, and it's not just swooping down, grabbing them, and hiding them in the rafters because there are some stages in that which discourage that like they'll uh, either put explosives on gargoyles or there' was one boss battle in particular, where if you use a technique against them. He actually destroys it afterwards, so you have to use something else.
2: Well, destroy yeah, but, uh,
3: destroys what you're standing on, or yeah, like case in point, of fun., um, if you're freeze. hiding, yeah, if you're hiding underneath the, uh, if you're the railing, you reach up there and grab him. He'll freeze that area up, so you yeah. can use it again. That
1: was the that was the most um, um sort of ingenious boss battle I think in the whole game. It was really good. Uh, even there were
3: some crazy. other boss battles in that, yeah. that I really enjoyed. Call me crazy, but I enjoyed the Solomon Grundy battle. Okay. A character I never awesome. thought I never thought I would see in a game because oh, I only remember him from the old uh, Super Friends series.
2: Oh, uh, so they brought back? I know Shella was saying in her review that like everybody who was ever a Batman villain. Yeah, they have even, even villains
3: I never even heard of.
1: Yeah, like, I was like game, Wikipedia. <laughs> I was on Wiki going, who the frick is that? <laughs> so was
3: I because <laughs> I they when, just the first made game, that up. when the first game came out. I was like trying to figure out who was Oracle. <laughs> And then I I read the profile saying about how it was the original Batgirl who, after she got shot in the spine.
2: Oh wow.
3: Um, I started doing a lot of research on these characters afterwards.
2: Oh, wow, well, that really goes to what Shell was saying about. They must have really either they must either be super fans at the developers this time or they did a heck of a lot of research, probably wrote yeah. some of those wiki pages to, <laughs> <laughs> said yeah. you know what when somebody fights this guy, they're gonna go to wiki and figure out try to figure out who he is, so we better put we better put that up so well, William William, what do you think what were you um were you sufficiently impressed with um with the new one, the new game? Oh,
0: I loved I love the immense amount of the characters, like we were just talking about, like, you know, the Mad Hatter and all these extra guys that were in there. I was like, these are characters that didn't have to be there, you know.
3: Hmm. But they uh, I were. Like I could was... probably list the whole Mad Hatter segments as my mind moment of the game.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. That, his, that was just, was... so
3: what the heck is going
2: <laughs>
0: Yeah.
3: I mean, granted, it didn't make it look like my 360 fritzed out again, but still, I mean, it <laughs> messed up my mind. <laughs> <laughs> Todd, you always find a moment that messes up your mind. <laughs> well, Batman, the Batman series has been notorious for that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm, anxi- oh, yeah. I'm anxious
2: to see, because I've been playing the, um, I'm anxious to see what you think in the next show, uh, that we're gonna do on, uh, Modern Warfare, if you found, cause I'm pretty far through it, and I haven't really had a moment like that in that game yet. So I'm anxious to see if, if you have, um, maybe I haven't gone far enough yet. Um, but, uh, so back to Batman. So it sounds like, uh, it sounds like the, the, the thing that is good about this game could compared to some other games is you really get into the the storyline of the game um, you know the backstory of the character and so forth um, you know lots of different environments and then bring about all the all the enemies that you possibly can you know to really to really add to that flavor so I guess like my question then is I think um, well, let me let me go to you, Shella, because le- we got we have to cover sort of the one little controversial aspect, and that is, Shella, you had the audacity to give the game four <laughs> out of five Gin Gems, which is you know probably one of the lowest scores the game has ever gotten. So, so Shella, I'm going to ask you, you know, you know, why do you, why did you not um why what prevented you from giving it a perfect score? And then I'll ask the two uh, other players, um, you know, if they think <laughs> what they think about that. Uh, okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um I don't know I just I don't know if it was overhyped um because everybody was looking forward to it so much and I hadn't played the first one so though I had high expectations um but it just didn't there was just something missing for me um it just didn't engage me very much at all really it was it's it's a good game it's a is very well done, you know, it's a really good quality game, but I just don't think it's a great game, I don't don't think that when we look back, you know, five years from now, we're going to say that that was a classic game, and deserved to be game of the year, I don't think it does deserve to be game of the year, um, and I just found the missions really kind of repetitive, um, maybe I wasn't playing it the way you need to play it, or something, Um yeah, I don't know. I don't know why. I just, all the way through, I, there was just this niggling, like there was something missing. I just didn't get kind of excited and really caught up in it. And um, it felt kind of weird, because I thought I would. I was really looking forward to playing it. And um, and I just, I don't know if it's, it feels a bit like The Emperor's New Clothes or something. <laughs> Maybe I'm, I'm the one that's the, you know... Uh,
2: it sees that there's no clothes on Batman. <laughs> yeah,
1: kind of like um, I don't know because superhero games have sucked for for years and years and years, and you know I'm I'm kind of wondering are we making this game out to be a great game just because it doesn't suck because
2: it's better than all the others yeah i don't i don't know well billy what do you think what would if you you know you've played the game if you were going to if you were going to give it a score what would, what would your score have been would it have been around 4 out of 5 or would you've given it higher uh,
0: i might have given it like a 4.5 out of 5 <laughs> and it o- only a little bit like i don't know the main thing i found disappointing was the story wise And I'm not, like, not spoiling or anything, but, like, even though it's been, like, weeks, maybe a month or so, (laughs) but it's been, like, uh, it it built me up to be, like, oh, this is awesome. Who are they going to introduce as, like, you know, this final villain that's behind it all? And then it was just, like... Oh, it's it's him—the mm. the guy I just kicked the crap out of, like you know, 20 minutes ago—is the big baddie, and yeah, I didn't care. <laughs> <Gotcha>. <laughs> like that—that that was the biggest disappointment of it. But like extra content after that, like like uh, Azrael for existence being in the game, for instance being in the game, and like his little foreshadowing of the third
3: game was awesome to me. Mm, okay, Todd, Todd, what do you think? What what would you have given it? Um, I'm going to go with Billy on this one. This will be more of a four and a half out of five for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, my biggest complaints were one we talked about a few weeks ago was um, the uh, making Catwoman part of the um, Project Ten Dollar Experiment. Well, you have to. Oh, we had oh, to we we have that, the online pass for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the other thing I didn't really care much for was in the first game you used to have all those ruddler cl- clues that came out. Mm-hmm. Like when you go to a you go to a new area, it gives you a clue and you have to try to find out what he's referring to. Right. They didn't. I didn't see that in this one. It was just all trophies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I loved the uh, clues from the original. It reminded me of 60s Batman. <laughs> Which, you know, being able, being able to find that, it's like saying, like, so-and-so and so is counting on you to finish his work, mm-hmm. and, or Zaz is counting on you to have to find all the tick marks he uh, leaves, because that was Zaz's trademark. Because every time he killed somebody, he scratched a mark on his body. To signify all the kills he did so you got to find the mark like that and then take a picture of it
2: so it was sort of like adding a thinking element to the game and, and mm-hmm. whereas in the new one it was more or less just trophy collecting
3: there's some there that, are, that you, have, you have to use your mind for to, but it's basically just open for a trophy mm. like one yeah. you have to use a, a, his electromagnetic gun to uh, move a ball through a maze
1: yeah and then you just go why would I bother
3: yeah, yeah <laughs> I mean, that so was the, the other ones the were, the were more fun mm. I mean, that – plus, I was not really impressed with the new Harley hmm. because uh, due, due to uh, – I'm guessing it was a scheduling conflict or contract issues, Arlene Sorkin did not come back as, as uh, Harley Quinn. No, oh, so it was a new – uh, So it was replaced by Tara Strong. and just didn't sound the same. Originally, she did, but after a while, it got grating and uh, was not, nowhere near the usual annoying Harley Quinn that I'm used to. In <laughs> fact, there's one part. Is it
2: different annoying? Different. Part- <laughs>
3: In fact, there's one part where she's gagged up with tape, and there's a part where you have to take the tape off her, and I thought, should I do it or shouldn't I? (laughs) Uh, I I I took it off to hear what she said, and then I put it right back on. Yeah, me too. (laughs) Oh,
0: I kept ripping it on and off because I thought it was funny. (laughs) Uh, <laughs> oh geez, that's that's, as good, that's as good hilarious! Ball
3: in the cell in the first game. <laughs>
2: that's hilarious. Um, so uh, well, okay, well, it sounds like you know, somewhere between four and four and a half is where the
3: the game. Yeah,
1: right. see, I'm yeah. not. That not evil. saying it,
3: It's not saying it's a terrible game. I mean, shows probably that's pulling up an eight out of ten. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, exactly. yeah it's just an yeah. excellent score. But, I mean, but people are gonna look at Metacritic and are like, oh, we're we're giving the game a low score. And we're gonna ruin the curve for it. It's <laughs> like get yeah, the game of the year nominations Mm -hmm. it's an eight out of ten people it's not like we're giving a five out of ten which they'll be like oh my god we gave it a negative score no five out of ten is average right right and this
2: is well above that definitely so beyond a yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, eight out of ten is a really good score. And if you look at a lot of the games we've been looking at lately, it's a, it's, it's really high on this, on the
3: seating. As a matter of fact, our site sees me more above the curve.
2: Yeah, I think so. I think so. I think we, a lot of the games we rate are, 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 are above the, av- the curve would be two and a half. Would be the, the, the depends middle on, on how many anime games I mean, you send me.
3: Look how <laughs> I am with my Duke Nukem Forever review. Yeah,
2: yeah, that's true.
3: I mean, I, that's still slightly above average because I thought it was a good game. I
2: mean, there are only a few games that get like quote unquote perfect. Scores and that's like you know Skyrim, which probably deserves Always, it and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Let's <laughs> not talk
0: about that yet.
2: Yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, no, we'll, we'll, no. That's a whole We'll start tangent. getting into. Oh, <laughs> I know, right. Okay, so my guy put on a helmet and it's got a red plume. It's. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, so so let me ask you this then. So um, so what can. Others, cause, cause I think we've all kind of established that superhero games in general haven't been as good as other games. If you look at the scores of the superhero games that we've looked at over the years, they're lower than pretty much every, any other genre type of game. So, assuming we all agree that Batman, the new, the new Batman game and the one that came before it are, are good games, are good games and, and compared to other superhero games are great games, um, what uh is it that you know developers can do? You know, there's guys sitting around working on the next Spider-Man title, or the next The Hulk title, or the next whatever you know Fantastic Four title. What can they do? Uh Switch to DC. What can they do without getting into a fanboy war that um you know that's gonna make the game uh you know you know there's gonna be an Avengers game when the huge Avengers movie comes.
3: Well, that's what I'm about ready to bring up. Number one. Stop linking them with movies. Mm.
0: Yes, yes,
3: please. Because most of them, like Thor, Iron Man 2, Green Lantern, they were all tied in with movies, and those are the ones that 99% of the time suck. Mm. <laughs>
2: because they're stuck having to do whatever you did in the movie.
3: Yeah. Not to mention the very short time frame you're going to have to develop that. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Right. Mm-hmm. That's true.
3: Well, let me let me. Well,
2: Todd. Okay. So there's a good point, Todd. Shella, what what do you what, what advice would you give to the uh, to the developers out there working on games?
1: Well, I think Todd hit on a uh, on a really crucial point earlier on when he said, you know, Batman's got all his all his gadgets and. Uh, he does, he's just like, basically is like a game character in any other game. Like, you know, when you're in a role-playing game, you open up your skill tree and you got your this and you got your, I don't know, whatever it may be. And Batman's got all of that already. He's like a fully rounded uh, role-playing character. (laughs) He's got all these skills um, that he can use. So that means you can give him different challenges and he can approach them in different ways. And so maybe developers need to, not go straight to Spider-Man or straight to Superman. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, I mean, you know, comics heroes are are vast and varied. And, um, you know, just the other week, um, Stan Lee said Doctor Strange would make a great video game character. He would. He can go into the land of nightmare and he's got magic and sorcery. You know, it'd be like a massive mage guy. It'd be awesome. Um, So, yeah, maybe look a little deeper into... into comic books into the comic book world and not pick the obvious ones get behind because they might not they just might not fit with a video game they might always be boring
2: yeah okay and and Billy what do you think Uh, so we have don't tie it with movies and look a bit deeper into your uh, into your um, into your into your world so what do you think Billy is is good advice
0: I'm I'm gonna I mean, I, I agree with both of those, and I definitely want to push forward the examine the comic book worlds because, yeah. I mean, Superman could have a great game if they looked at, like, you know, let's take all the different colors of kryptonite and actually make them, you know, factors into a game that affects his emotions, his weaknesses, you know, everything like that. Same goes for, like, you know, Spider-Man. Spider-Man, you know, is creating gadgets all the time comic book-wise to overcome different aspects of, like, the villains he's fighting. He's He's a scientist, I mean. But no, you never see that in a game. He just, you know, swings and flings and that's all he ever does. Hmm. So.
2: That's interesting. I didn't even know that. That's cool. Okay. Alright, well great. Well guys, thank you so much. It sounds, sounds like, uh, sounds like Batman, uh, got the good... Got a good once over from everybody, and uh, yeah, I'm lo- I'm looking forward to. Uh, I haven't actually got to play it yet. I'm actually looking forward to it now. Oh. Well, I'm not a comic book guy, you know, <laughs> so I don't gravitate immediately to those comic book games. But it sounds like uh, it sounds like I might give uh, might give City a spin. So, um, plus, come on, Billy, I can't play everything. Good <laughs> <a big> grief! <laughs> I, I do have to sleep for four hours a day at least. <laughs> no, you don't.
3: Yeah, as long as you don't get on Skyrim. That is. yeah, that's true. oh, geez. yeah,
2: just wandering yeah. off into the woods.
1: Oh, well, Tanja, yeah, I know. It in, people.
2: <laughs> don't worry. There's going to be an awesome Skyrim show. Okay, so anyway, um, you can, uh, uh people are listeners. Uh, you can find us at uh, gamemastery.com. Obviously, you can write us and let us know uh, why you like Batman, uh, or why you don't like Batman, or why Shell's review was way off the mark, if you'd like. Um, and the address mm-hmm. is uh, ginlounge at ginlounge@gamemastery.com. You can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com/gameindustry, and you can follow us on Twitter at Jen Lounge. Easy enough to find. So, all right. Well, thank you very much to my panel today. I appreciate it, uh, and uh, always appreciate your guys' wisdom and uh, and uh, and thoughts. And until next time, we will see you all. Uh, right here at dot is the Gin Lounge. Um, I'm trying to think of if I should do one more Batman impression or not. Uh, I think we're going to go with no. See you next <laughs>